Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is Go On. I'm Jaron Weatherly. This is Christian Nikolov. And this podcast is... Last Minute. Yeah, Last Minute. Um, Me and Chris were so excited to do another podcast that we couldn't wait any longer. We couldn't. So we, couldn't. we decided to jump back on these mics, half of which, actually, just to kind of update our audience a little bit, um, we've been really getting some encouraging words from the listeners, and we thought, you know yes. what, we should take that step to up our equipment a little bit, so we've invested... And some new equipment. Yes. Mine's arrived a little bit early. Chris is on his way. We're leveling up. We're leveling up. Yeah. We got some new microphones. Yeah. Um, and little little stands that hold the microphones up. For you. Yes. Chris, right now, you can't see it, obviously, because you're listening to the episode, but Chris has about, about like, maybe like 10 to 12 books stacked on each other with his phone <laughs> sitting on a harmonica tilted so that the spit catcher the thing that helps uh not catch sounds when you when you say like a p word is in front of it so if you could see if you can visualize that it's a very professional yes (laughs) absolutely um but anyway the the reason we decided to jump on and kind of talk about last minute stuff is sadly but opportunally it's not a word but caleb cummings who was our guest for the fifth episode we kind of had to rework the schedule. Our schedules didn't really work out. Yeah. All three of us trying to figure it out. Yeah, so it, we, we decided, you know what? Let's take this opportunity to talk about when circumstances change and last-minute stuff happens. Yeah, so this is our uh, extra bonus episode, extra bonus for you. Podcast of Go On. So enjoy this fifth and last-minute episode. Okay, Chris, what's up? How are you doing today? I'm having a great day. I uh, just had a game night with uh, some of the guys in my hall mm-hmm. uh, in my dorm. So that was really great. That was a blast. Um, really played, enjoyed it. We played uh, Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> we played Exploding Kittens. Uh, we played one of our games. It's usually like a 15-minute game. Our game, one game was an hour and a half. We somehow messed up. With the cards, but it was it was pretty draining. Was which which game? <laughs> exploding kittens. Oh, exploding kittens. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what mark did I? Because I I joined the game. Yeah, you were in it. I was at, from the beginning, and then there was a period when I exploded and left to go get groceries. So, how long after that did it continue on? Well, we let's say we started at six ten. We went till like seven forty. Oh wow! So it was an hour and a half. That okay, one game. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Since you left. Wow. That's a long game. Yeah. It should that, not take that long. It shouldn't take that long. And it's, it's, it, when you, when you, you explain it, when we were explaining it, it was kind of like, it was sort of confusing. But then once you start playing it, it's actually yeah, not confusing it's at all. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. It's very simple, actually. But, um, not sponsored, by the way. This podcast? By Exploding Oh, Kittens. Exploding Kittens. Yeah. We are not sponsored by exploding kittens nor do we deem uh having kittens explode no like that no even though i don't like cats i I really do not like cats at all i think they're fluffy animals i prefer a dog over a cat i prefer a dog a hundred percent i I, I think dogs are so (laughs) dogs are so positive all the time like they want to be intentional with you yeah cats can care less yeah and i'm like i don't want that I, I want an I want an intentional animal yeah. by my side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 
anyway, but just to kind of, I guess, introduce the topic. Um, oh, wait, no, one real quick. Um, me and Chris, we went and saw 1917 with some friends. Yeah. It's this a past weekend. New war movie. New war movie. It's pretty much taken all in one shot. Or that's how it's made to seem. Yeah, it's edited to to look like one continuous take, which is you would think is maybe like you would think would be distracting and gimmicky, but after a few minutes, you kind of get used to it, and you become really yeah enthralled. You start to feel like you're in it. Yeah, that's the thing, and I, that's what really got me specifically about this movie was that. You feel like almost kind of like a, a video game in a sense, I guess, but you really feel like you're there because you feel like you're following them in real time. Because when in movies, when it's I love edited, a good war movie, yeah, a good war movie like Dunkirk. Yeah, what's what's one Unbroken. of your Unbroken? Great, yeah. great movie. Um, yeah, there's some really good war movies. Have you seen Hacksaw Ridge? Uh, I've heard of it. Good I've movie. Heard that's really good. Yeah, about uh, the guy that won't uh kill anybody but goes out to save lives i've seen a little bit yep yeah that's a really impactful movie but yeah this movie is just you feel like you're in it i mean chris was next to me i was like jolting back whenever explosions would happen and stuff you really feel like you're in it but yeah it was a really we had a fun we had a fun time going to see that movie the theater was extremely dark that was the darkest theater i have ever been in really and oh yeah i can see i couldn't see you when i walked in well you adjust yeah, you just... At the end of the movie, you could see. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> um, and movie theaters are so cold nowadays. That that one, I, I think that one was colder and it was dark. Yeah. I had my jacket on and a, and a sweater on. I was, yeah, my legs were numb by the time I got up to stand oh, yeah, up. That's right. I know, my legs were chilly too. I was I need to put on some long johns or something. <laughs> I felt like I was going skiing or whatever. Um yeah. Anyway, the today's podcast is again last minute. Last minute, and so that's our topic. That's our topic. We want to talk about last minute stuff, and it's the that's the you know the vise of life. Yeah, it's kind of how it goes. Stuff happens, and it's 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 either you plan it or or something changes, and you have to readjust. For you, Chris, like what what what's your whenever something happens, and it's like. Oh, this is really last minute. I gotta fully change a bunch of stuff that I'm doing, or structure, or like, what's it like when you when you get hit with that? Oh, everything I'm doing right now is not working. I gotta change immediately. Huh? It, it depends. Could you give me a scenario? I guess say you have plans, like really important plans with people, and to do to do. I guess, I guess just a, an example maybe would be like we had. Like, say we have to go to a lunch with some friends, and then we find out that day that some other friends of ours ours invite us out for lunch because they're leaving. All right, so then you have, but you've already- So my friends from the Netherlands, you know, they've been here, you know, all summer, um, but I already have plans with my my mom and dad Mm -hmm. to go get lunch, but my friends from the Netherlands are leaving. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, what do I do? Do I ditch my parents to go hang out with my friends in the Netherlands or do I just stick with it? All right. So my original plan is to hang out with my mom and dad. Oh man, it would, it would be tough. I, you know, I, I love my parents, but I think my parents would understand and they would probably, they, if I talked to them about it, they'd probably want me to 
go to lunch with the with my Netherland friends. Mm-hmm. Not that I have Netherland friends friends, but it's probably be the last time I'd see them compared to um seeing your parents. My mom and yeah. dad. So I would I would I would weigh the costs on that situation. Um I'd probably go with my Netherland friends um in that situation. But I would think you know, sometimes uh when people cancel plans Sometimes it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're so busy that when people cancel, it's like I'm so glad. Like people are like, "Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. You know, I can't do coffee at twelve today." And you're like, "Oh, no worries." Like you're texting them back, mm-hmm. and you're, you know, it's totally fine. We'll reschedule. But like on the other side of this phone that you're texting, you're just so happy that you don't have to do this. Not because you don't want to hang out with the person, mm-hmm. because you have so much homework or whatever else you got to do, other work you got to do. Yeah. That's an interesting like concept in saying like wondering, because I know a lot of people that we know that have talked about the idea of having to say no sometimes yeah. and how like they don't want to and it can be very hard and sometimes they get in over their head because they say yes so many times to so many things. Yeah. And then the commitments, like, they pile up and then start to fall through accidentally. And especially when you're hit with a last-minute thing and having to say either yes or no to that and adjusting to it. For me, and I actually, I think I told this story on the podcast before, but we, when I was going to, when I was flying, I think it was, I was flying back from Oregon to Virginia Beach, or, or or the other way around. I can't remember exactly. I had a layover in Chicago for 48 hours. And that was last minute. Like, it all kind of hit. And I was like, well, now i got to readjust my entire schedule. But you couldn't do anything about that. I couldn't had, do anything about to, it. Yeah. You had to. And I'm you, you get stuck in that situation. And so we worked it out where I was able to go take the subway uh, out of downtown and go stay at some friends of ours' uh, apartment. And... Because of that, and I kind of like how you were talking about the idea of uh, new opportunities opening up because of it, I had just shot a film, uh, a short film, where the whole story was set in Chicago, but we had no footage of Chicago in the wintertime. Well, lo and behold, I'm in a layover in Chicago during the wintertime and was able to get some footage that we were in, able to put into the movie. Yeah. So it was kind of a unique... like. When in the world would I be stuck in Chicago to get footage and then I was there? And and so circumstances changing like that provided a new um, like opportunity to get something that I didn't think I would have. Um, but that, I guess like do you do you is that something that's ever happened to you where you're like something has changed, but then it actually opened up like you never expected this to happen. And then it did because of this like maybe last minute change or maybe it was just a little simple like thing that happened that wasn't supposed to happen or had to be changed at the last minute. Uh, I mean, I'm sure definitely there's definitely been moments. I, you know, I really can't think of, um, you know, one off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. It's usually, you know, definitely a lot of little things where mm-hmm. it's like, going to hang out with someone and then that doesn't work out because they're busy mm-hmm. and it's like totally cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. I'm going to use this time. I guess tackling the subject of commitment, like when there's like a, there's a clear definition between always planning out and saying yes and no to things. But when you've like really committed to something and then having to 
break that commitment or really, I guess the question I'm asking is when others break a commitment, like what do you hold an expectation when people make commitments with you or when you make commitments with others? Yeah. Yeah. It totally depends. Um, a lot of times I do happen to be pretty busy, so I'm usually okay with it, Mm -hmm. but there are times where, you know, you want, you want something to happen. Um, for example, I was actually going to go skydiving my freshman year. And first, like the weather just like kept not working out. Like it was just too wet and rainy and cloudy for us to go in the air and for the plane to go. Um, so we kept getting calls from our skydiving dude who was he's like, yeah, you know, the day we were going to go, it was last day of the semester. You know, I stayed up all night um, getting my school done. And so I stayed up all night. I got like three hours of sleep. I asked the Lord to – I remember going to bed at like 6 in the morning. I woke up at 4 in the morning that day, went to bed at 6. So I was up for twenty four hours, 26 hours. Mm-hmm. I went to bed waking – going to wake up at 9. Um, and I was like, Lord, just give me – make this three hours make it feel like 8. And I woke up not tired at all. And I was so pumped to go skydiving. We get gas. We're in the car. We're about to drive up to Richmond, Virginia. Which is like an hour or so away, maybe hour and a half, and at the gas station on Wawa, and I call the guy, and he's like, "Yeah, we're not gonna be able to do it today," and we were like, "Oh, like dang it!" You know, I was so pumped. I stayed up for twenty six hours getting all of my homework done just so I can go skydiving. Um, so that was a little bit of a bummer, but we're like, you know, what? we're here. We're, well, we weren't even in Richmond, but we were like, you know, what? we're about to go. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. So there was the commitment. Like we still went up to Richmond. We went to a museum. Went to this awesome like Greek restaurant that was so so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a, an amazing time. Yeah, it was a great great day. Um, and it was almost relieving not to go skydiving, mm-hmm. but there was still that commitment of like, yeah, let, we let's do something fun. You know, I stayed up for twenty six hours. Like I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about what about you? Um, Anything pop to mind? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, real quick, I want to ask you, like, yeah, so you have, you've been, you were preparing for this for a pretty long time, really building yourself up. Oh, yeah. Skydiving is a big thing to do. Three weeks to mentally prepare. Dude, yeah, that's a big thing. That's a big step to take. Did, was it more disappointing or reassuring or was it like, oh, okay, this, this happened and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm disappointed, but I'm also like kind of okay that it because then i didn't have to do it or yeah well yeah Yeah, i think i was i was okay with it most things i'm pretty pretty okay laid back with um if you know plans don't go the way that i planned them Mm -hmm. um and that's i think that takes a lot of humility yeah um you know when you know it's good to have a plan it's good to have a dream Mm -hmm. and you know shoot for the shoot for the moon so you if you even if you miss you know you're gonna end up on a star right yeah dream big go huge um, but not to have everything, everything planned so nitpicky and everything time scheduled 10 years in the future. It's just almost ridiculous. You're, you know, the way you think is going to change your things you like now are going to change two years in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your relationship with the Lord, your relationships with friends are going to change. And so there's, I don't think there's something like where like it's good to be planned and organized mm-hmm. but to plan that much is yeah. you're just going to get disappointed if you're expecting your plans to go exactly the way you yeah. want it 
because the Lord's got something else. Exactly. You don't know what he's got. I, that, I think that's a wonderful, like reality that I really was able to, my mom really worked with me on this over breaking, just instilling this kind of wisdom about reaching a point in your life of surrender. And that really impacted me in regards to stuff that's making when it happened, when it comes to decision-making and on the fly stuff. Do you have your phone? I want to check out a statistic. A statistic? Yeah. What statistic? So there's a statistic that says like, I can look it up. wonder what the statistic is that says like, like the amount of people that go to college who come in with a major and then like go up, come out with like a different major or like the percentage of someone changing their major. Right. And I think it's just a, a good example of like, yeah, my plans don't go the way I want them to be personally. You know, I, I was coming to school as a theater major changed to a film major. Uh, this is all before I came to school. I was a theater major, film major. Um, and then a, Finally landed on a business major. Mm-hmm. It says so I looked it up. It says eighty yeah. percent of people change their major while they're in school. That's eighty eighty percent. Eighty percent. Insane. That's crazy. And then the people But that's okay though. People will change their major, graduate with that major, mm-hmm. and then not even get a job in that yeah. in that major. That can be disappointing. So, so let's say you come in as a theater major, you graduate as a business major, mm-hmm. and then you get a job being a director on a film set. Like yeah. that makes no sense. Like how? Like that just show goes to show that like your plans are not gonna be it, the way you yeah. set them. Um. Yeah, I guess kind of talking about that in a sense. Last year for me, freshman year, I was dead set on being a writer, director, producer. Uh-huh. I didn't want, I, I didn't want to have anything to do with even swaying into any other kind of interests. I wanted to be a writer, director, producer of just films and some TV. And I start my own production company. I, that was the, where I was stuck in, in that I was, and it was like completely absent from really even following any kind of changing direction that the Lord had for me this year. I came in and I really had a moment where I went, you know what? I'm going to fully surrender this over to the Lord and not worry about it and be extremely excited and open to the new opportunities that the Lord has for me. And believe it or not, I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day. Like we were talking about the the word uncertain and like living in uncertainty, and I you you have that when you like really fully surrender your life over to the Lord and and His plans for your life. And I know I've been called to work in media, but I'm remaining open to whatever that is that the Lord has, whether it be directing films whether it be working in a marketing department at a business or for a nonprofit or for a mission uh, team or group or doing a podcast with you or I, the Lord, I walked into church at the beginning of, of the semester of last semester 
and I and I was like, Lord, whatever opportunities you have for me, I I my dad is he was encouraging me to get a second job, and I and I prayed, Lord, I just need I need a second job so I can really pay for college. I just whatever your whatever you have for me, just please bring that to me. And after church ended, I walk up to uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, Dr. Stephen Perry, who's the dean of the Robertson School of Government, the graduate school here at Regent. And I knew him because he let us, uh, he used to live in Illinois and be on the district uh, with us while we were uh, serving as the, as pastors in uh, Illinois and got to know him through there. And then I got to know him because he let uh, me and my crew use his house for my first short film here. So I got to build a relationship with, with him on that and at the church. And he, he walks up to me and goes, Hey, by the way, um, uh, the Robertson School of Government has created a position where we're looking for somebody to kind of be a media coordinator and run the editing and overseeing of projects and videos for the graduate school. And we were wondering if that is something you might be interested in. We would like to talk about having you, bringing you on and being part of the team for your three remaining years at Regent. Like... And I, I, I sat back and I, my hair kind of blew back and I went into the car and I was like, dad, you're not going to believe what happened. And just the, that door being opened, like if I was so dead set on a certain path that I wanted to go down, that door opening, that, that would have never been something I would even have noticed. But the fact that I, I think having that ability to live in a, and, and really work towards continue to work towards living in a life of surrender and whatever the Lord has and remaining open to that. Um, he's, he's opened so many doors for me specifically this past semester and, and, and to now. And it's really been that that's why I'm, I'm really encouraging a lot of people to be like, to, to take on the challenge of last minute. Cause you never know what the Lord is going to bring to you. You don't always have the, foresight to see what's coming up sometimes it'll hit you right where you are and you have to either take that opportunity or not and and so yeah that's been like a big thing for me lately is like being open to like i've been saying like opportunity like what a concept like that just living in the knowingness of what's coming uh down the road and being like you know what i'm i don't need to no, but I I know I can trust that that you're gonna open the, the doors. Yeah. Yeah, so so it could be almost a blockade if you have your own plans. Mm-hmm. You could be blocking thing you could be blocking uh entrances to doors, you know, maybe this is where the Lord's supposed to be taking you and you're just saying no, right? You're like, Oh, I'm gonna no, this is this is I have to go through this door. I can't go through door number one, I have to go through door number two. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's the risk factor of last minute things. Just a risk factor of, oh, I haven't had enough time to plan through this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, all I haven't weighed out all the cons and pros. Um, and there's this, you know, you have to step outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I've heard someone say before is that hesitance towards the Lord, towards His commands, is disobedience. Mm-hmm. Um, and disobedience is sin. Um, and so I think we have to be very open, um, when it comes to, 
opportunities, ideas that, you know, were very narrow minded and like there are jobs like, you know, we when we think of jobs and we're a guidance counselor our senior year and we're sitting in there and our guidance counselor asks us, hey, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? You know, we think of doctors, lawyers, nurses, mm-hmm. vets and chefs and all these basic things. But there's like scuba divers who like clean like the bottom of ships and like I don't even know like people who make puzzles like like there's just weird yeah. jobs out there that like and I'm you know I'm I'm talking you know doors and jobs as career choices right now but it with anything like there we're just so narrow-minded and we're yeah. ignorant and and we don't see the whole big picture I'd like to think of yeah. myself as a person who's able to be a visionary and uh see big pictures um and manage people very well yeah um but i'm you know i'm very you know tunnel vision and what i can know Mm -hmm. and what i have known and what i've experienced um and so i think it's very very good thing to be open um and that's something i've actually been learning from the lord is just like like taking the Bible for what it is mm. and not putting my own presuppositions or taking out the things I don't like, even though I don't even know I'm doing it. And just like taking the Bible for what it is and just believing every single word and having faith in every single word. Yes, you, the Bible doesn't cost to be dumb and just to like walk um, blindly because we can be led astray um, by false prophets and we can be sled right into the slaughterhouse like a like a sheep or a cow if we don't know what we're following. Mm. But as long as we know that we're following the light, we know that and we know the good shepherd who is Jesus, then we know what to follow. The word says that the sheep know his voice. And so when God is speaking to you, you should be able to know. It shouldn't be a very confusing thing. You know, you can talk about what is... Um, you know, how do I hear the Lord's voice? Do I hear him audibly and all these things? And, and I do believe you can hear him audibly. I also think he just kind of speaks to you, uh, through the Holy Spirit. Um, just kind of maybe through thoughts, um, and, and maybe not even your thoughts, you know, it's, yeah. And I think even kind of what we're talking about opportunities, yeah. people walking, I always, I, oh, whenever I'm talking to people and they're like, they're they're building up a friendship or relationship with somebody i always ask isn't it interesting that that person has walked into your life right now right now that person has walked into your life what an opportunity like and what a sign from the lord like how can i be jesus to them and i kind of just to go back to the the career thing for a minute go back to it let's do it um I I really like what you said. It's like you can have a foundation, but still keep your eye out and look around your surroundings. Yeah. I, like I I fir- I firmly feel called into Film. not not necessarily. I wouldn't even say that now. I would say I firmly feel called to work where I am working in some kind of video film production and production okay some kind i don't know exactly what mm-hmm. but i fir- i firmly feel called into that yes but 
I'm remaining open because there's, there's so much. So more. much. You don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I, I could be working at a, I could be working at a radio station in, I don't know, Wisconsin in a few years. For all I know, like remaining open to like the doors that the Lord is opening. Um, just I was looking at um, I was looking at uh. There's this verse right here, um, Mark ten twenty eight. Behold, we have left everything and followed you. And Peter said that. Again, it's Mark ten twenty eight. Behold, we have left everything and followed you. I think everything that we carry on our shoulders of what we want and even like the desires of our heart, yeah. the Lord knows that. And when we give it over to him, fully surrendering to him, yeah. Like the doors of of our heart, you know, he's going to open the 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 things we really long for, as long as we're pointed directly back to him. Can I give you a verse? It's uh, f- uh, first seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Matthew six thirty three. Amen. Um, and you know, it's crazy. I, I I don't know if I told you that, but that has been I've been repeating that hundreds of times in the past like week, past week, just thousands of times i'm sure i've just repeated it um and it just come boils down to you know just seek him first and the desires of your heart like he knows the desires of your heart better than you and where those are gonna be in five years and so just seeking him through it all yeah and he'll 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 just take care of it can you say that verse again uh seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you that's matthew 6 33 can i give you another verse hit me Psalm 37, 4. Oh, no, you Take didn't. delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that doesn't just, that doesn't just stop at your career. Everything. That expands to everything. everything. Spouse. Spouse. Um, job. <laughs> I, just lost, I just lost my train of thought for a second. You're like, that's all that matters. No, 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 no. <laughs> everything. Family situations. Yeah. Everything you're dealing with. Take delight in the Lord, honor Him, actively pursue after Him. What you gonna eat for lunch? What are you eating for lunch? Your shower curtains. Yes, I would not limit it for my shower curtains. You have some pretty nice shower. Curtains. I do have some pretty nice shower curtains. I we talk, I think we talked about this on the first podcast. Did I am we? I'm very oh, I, yes, li- I, I like my bathroom. I you have a nice bathroom. I, I I thought you know what if when we have people over they're gonna have to use the bathroom obviously yeah. so you got to make it look nice and, yeah. and be very presentable. Best part and, of the house. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I like my living room too, and my bedroom. Yeah, no, yeah. You I know. just got some new. Uh, I got some new sheets actually, in a in a. It's like green and blue and plaid. Okay. Um. I, yeah, I got them for Christmas, so that was nice. I needed some new ones, but yeah, yeah. That's kind. Of, that's it was very last minute, but it was it it, it uh it happened, but um, yeah. Thanks, Chris, for this conversation, Jaron. It's been a pleasure. Thank it, you so much. I really like having these kind of conversations where we kind of just talk. Just last minute. Just last minute. Just talk about stuff we're dealing with. Um, we're going to, we're going to kind of, we, we've been, we've in the past few episodes, we've been teasing out people. We're going to kind of maybe just to keep you guys informed, we're going to kind of draw that back a little bit because again, last minute stuff, you never Things know. Things happen last minute, man. We you don't never know, know when people are going to, when are, people are going to, you know, have to shift schedules and, and that's just, that's just the nature of life. I, I have to do it a lot in film actually. You just have to come back and see who the next. Yes, but I do want to tease one guest that we do have coming okay. up, which is a is very very much a lock. Let's do it. Uh, 
for all those who are listening that are from Regent University and those those who are not, um, we have here on the our campus we have campus ministries and the leader of campus ministries is a campus pastor is Pastor Mark Lawrence. Pastor Mark Lawrence, great, godly, wonderful guy, fantastic man of God, fantastic leader. He is a leader that I look to as an example. And I had a meeting with him on Wednesday to talk about this, and we're announcing it here on the podcast. Um, Mar- Pastor Mark Lawrence is coming on Go On. He's going to be our guest for our February 14th episode. So we're going to push it up a day from Valentine's Saturday day. to Friday. That's Valentine's Day. Yes, Valentine's Day. We are going to be getting into the relationships and how that ties to um, – what we're kind of what college students are going through in that in that regard, and also um, how it applies to the Bible and our, and our spiritual walks. That's gonna be so good, man. We're gonna dive deep. You guys into gotta it. be here for that one. We are excited. I was talking to him, and he is he is excited to yes. dive into that topic. As are we. Yes. Um, Chris, if you want to kind of carry us out of this really fun uh, last minute podcast, last minute, man. Yeah. Everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. We appreciate you all so much. We thank you, uh, for your comments in person. Um, we appreciate all your views. It is so encouraging to see it. Uh, and it just makes us want to keep on doing these podcasts. We really enjoy it. Uh, so we'll be continuing on to our next episode which is still going to be on the topic of coffee and we're going to see where that takes us Uh, so thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode